0: Is this working? Hello, everyone. It is Raspberry here joining you on the Peachcast just to wish Peaches a very, very happy birthday month. And we thought it'd be fun to kick off this birthday month by throwing in some birthday messages at the end of this month's episode. The only catch is we didn't tell Peaches, and it's a total surprise. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear some lovely birthday wishes from her closest, nearest and dearest. Uh, Enjoy the show. Are you ready? Pardon, she is strutting. The goss.
1: All the juice.
0: The glam
1: That woman (laughs) has the most severe strut I've ever seen in my life
0: This gal
1: My name is Peaches, Miss Peaches if you're nasty
0: This is the Peachcast
1: Hello guys, it's me Miss Peaches and I'm back once again for another Peachcast And here we are, this is my birthday month Yes love, it is August, I am a Leo Best believe it my love, yes I was born on August the 12th near enough 21 years ago on that magnificent day and the world would never ever be the same and here I am for a very special birthday edition of the Peachcast. Today I will be doing 21 things that I have learned in 21 years of life. So I can imagine this Peachcast is going to be jam-packed full of, you know, wisdom, advice, funny stuff, knowledge. So you want to know what? We're going to get into it. So let's go! The Peachcast with Miss Peaches. How you doing? So these are not things that I have learned since birth. No, because God, honey, like, we ain't got that long. This is like, you know, I try to keep this Peachcast at 35 minutes max. But, um, So this is like a list of stuff that I have thought of and written down of stuff that, you know, I just know that I've acquired and learned over this time. So I have 21 things. The first thing that I've learned over 21 years is there's power in being yourself and owning yourself. And what I mean by that is You know who you are. You know what kind of person you are. So that means, see, when you walk into a room and you know who you are, honey, and you know you are the sht, and you are, the like, the hottest thing going, there's power in that because people see you and people know you're there. So I've learned that there's power in being yourself. So if you want to take away anything from this peach cast, it's always be yourself, goddammit. The next thing... (laughs) that I have learned in 21 years, is that there's power in being able to laugh at yourself. And I discovered this all the way back in high school. So, you know, if people would ever make fun of something to do with me, because, you know, people would like to slag my voice because I do have a very feminine voice. People would like to make jokes. And I learned all the way back then that if you get to the punchline first and if you can laugh at yourself first... You take people's opportunity away from them. You take their joy away from them. When you can laugh at yourself, that's one of the most powerful things you can do is learning to laugh at yourself and learning to just not take yourself so seriously all the time. You've really got to laugh at yourself. So I learned that all the way back then, probably about five, no, not even five, probably about seven, eight years ago now I learned that one, honey. And I've been laughing at myself ever since because God knows I'm dumb as a rock. Next thing that I learned in 21 years of life was to follow my gut more. Because, honey, eight times out of 10, it ain't wrong. And I say eight times out of 10 because there is the odd time where it is. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the times that it is right. Because, honey, my gut is always steering me in the right direction. And that might be something you think, well, duh, always follow your gut, love. But like, I sh- I have this big struggle between my head and my heart, 19 out of 10. And I used to always follow my head because I used to think, well, if I'm doing something that's the most logical thing to do, then that means it's the right thing to do. No, sometimes logic ain't right. Sometimes, you know, and, you know, th- just doing the right thing, if playing life by, you know, the rule book, sometimes does not work in your favour. Sometimes you got to go out with them rules. Sometimes you got to follow your own path and follow your own gut. And, you know, Always, that will lead you in the right direction. So what I'm saying is, so what I'm saying is, follow your gut, hun. Follow your gut. Next thing I've learned in 21 years of life is that it's okay to say no and let myself breathe. And what I mean by that is, there was a point last year where um, I went drag full time and I decided that I was just going to work as much as possible. So I was doing maybe five six, seven gigs a week and it was just constant gig, 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 to the point where like anything new that was coming my way I wasn't actually stopping and thinking about it. I wasn't stopping and thinking about oh well that means I'm not going to have any free time that week. That means I'm not going to be able to see my family basically at all that week. Like I, I just wasn't thinking about it because I was scared to turn down opportunity and I was scared to I was I was scared really to just let myself breathe because I feel like if I take my foot off the pedal at all, I'm just I'm just gonna fail, you know. Over the course of lockdown, I really learned to, you know, Gal, I'm still here, I'm still surviving, you know, I'm I'm still here, I'm still doing my thing, you know, my name's still be in people's mouth, people still know who I am, so like really, me not working at all has not been to any detriment to me other than my pocket, but you know. Other than that, it's actually it's actually been a good lesson to just take a breather and take a step back for like a moment. So that's really something I learned during lockdown was it's okay to just say no to things and let yourself breathe and take time for myself. And that's, that's very handy, honey, when you're going through the processes I'm going through in life, you know? Next thing that I have learned in 21 years is that I love, I love, 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 love being under pressure purely because... I am just one of those people and I know not everyone is, but I'm just specifically one of those people where I can, I just thrive in like high intensity situations. I love being under pressure. I love the intensity of, you know, the stress of it all. And to be fair, I think I'm actually a little bit addicted to stress. Like I'm, I, I'm just addicted to being stressed out at this point. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing in life. I'll procrastinate. I'll leave it to the last minute purely because I like the challenge. And this is something subliminal and like subconscious that I do. I do not do this deliberately. God damn it. But I like the rush of, you know, feeling like I'm going to miss something. I like the rush of it. So I always leave things to the last minute. I don't know why. It's not exactly a good character trait in myself, but I've just learned that I love being under pressure. So yeah, that's, that's something that I learned about myself. Last.
0: This is the peach
2: cast.
1: Absolute fabulosity. Next thing that I learned in 21 years is that it's okay to freeze bread and milk. Now, you might think, what? But, like, hun, that seems like the most foreign thing to me. Why? Like, I get, you know, you've got a coin, you try to make, you try to make your money last, you try to make the product last, you don't want it to go down the pan because you've not got that kind of money to be wasting. But, like... Freezing bread and freezing milk. That just seems so wrong to me. Like, because first of all, who's got that type of freezer space? You know, how, how do you just have, how do you just have like space in the freezer for a whole, you know, whole ass loaf of bread and a whole jug of milk? Sorry, love, I ain't doing it. And especially if that stuff's whole milk. Ooh, absolutely not put that in the bin. Um, I can't say that I'm going to do that, but you know, it is what it is. Next thing that I've learned is that Asia, you know, the continent, Asia. See, I know it's a continent now. But that's purely because um, my dumb, my dumb, dumb ass thought that Asia was like part of Europe. I thought Asia was in Europe, hun. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know what came over me and what told me that. I just thought they're in like similar regions of the world. So like, surely Asia's in Europe. Um, Apparently not. Um, That one was swiped away from me dead fast as soon as I said that one. Quick lesson about me, I'm very not geographically inclined. I'm really bad at the whole geography thing, I'm bad at directions, and I'm, I'm just not good at it. Like hunt, I could not fight my way out of a paper bag. I wouldn't know what way was up, down, left, right, side to side, you know no 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 no. Hokey pokey turn it all around sort of hang. I can't do it. So yeah, I learned that um Asia was not in Europe. <laughs> I mean, it's talk it's keeping on the geographical subject, the next thing I learned. Is that... Now, again, this will probably boggle some of your minds. However, this made perfect sense to me at the time. I also learned that Argentina was not the capital of Portugal. Me, I'm just sitting here in the schemes, you know, peddling my way through life. You know, just keep on chugging on. And uh, I genuinely thought that Argentina was like the capital city of Portugal. Uh Uh-huh. That was another thing that got swiped away from me real quick. I, I don't know. I just don't know where I get it from. It's just... It's just it's just there, you know what I mean? Some people would say, peaches, did you even go to school? To that, I say, yes. However, I just bunked off the boring classes. Clearly, I didn't like geography because I didn't take it as part of my classes. So um, there's that. But I, mm, to that, some people might say, bad excuse, hun, because, you know, I didn't either. And even I knew that. Well, to that, I say, good for you. You know, you're a family that loved you. Anywho, moving on. So next thing that I learned in 21 years is that... My opinion, now this one's a good one because this one, this is probably one of the most recent things that I learned because I had a situation with that. And that is that my opinion is my opinion, okay? And just because it's my opinion, it doesn't mean it needs to be shared, okay? Now, elaborating on that, my opinion also does not need to be apologized for. If I have an opinion that someone doesn't like, oh well, it's literally just an opinion. It's just a thought, no one has to like it. No one has to agree with it. I feel like we live in a day and age now. Uh, we live in a day and an age where people feel like every single little thought and opinion they have about every single subject has to be said and it has to be pushed and it has to be out there because everyone, for some reason, feels like they have a they have something revolutionary to say. Let's be honest. I know I don't have nothing revolutionary to say. I know I ain't going to have that moment at the Oscars where I give a wee speech and people are like, yes, honey, work. It's never going to happen because brave of me to assume I'm ever going to be at the Oscars. But, you know, it just is what it is. And I've really, I've really been learning not to be bothered by other people's opinions, most of all of me. Um, I was one of those people where I wanted everyone to like me. You know, I didn't want to give people a bad word to say. To this day, I've really not given many people a bad word to say about me. <laughs> but like people do and I can never, ever wrap my head around why. But then I just had that sort of aha moment where I thought, oh, well, that's that's their problem. Not mine. Oh, well, <laughs> moving on. Do you know what I mean? So and I'm on and the topic of moving on. I'm moving on. So next thing, no, no, 21 years, I learned this. 21 years, I learned this. Probably like in like the past four or five years, I learned this. But like, I really love love. Like I love I love everything to do with love. Like I love being in love. I love you know, b- being in love with, and you know, and that's the thing. When I'm in love, I love hard. I love really hard. Like I'm like I'm not I'm not clingy. I'm not clingy girlfriend. You know I'm gonna do everything I can. You know I'm gonna, gonna put my perfume on your clothing. You know so you so I remember so you so I give you something to remind me by. I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can. I just love I love love I love the whole romance and the dance. You know the wine and the dine. And this, you know, the extra parts. <laughs> so yeah, I do love love. I've got to say, I do love love. Um, next thing I've learned in twenty one years is that I am detrimentally loyal to people. If you're my friend and you're my best friend, then if you're my if you're like my best friend, then I am absolutely riding dying for you. I do not give a damn what you did. If you done killed someone, I'll let you know about it. Like, I will tell you about yourself. Absolutely. Like, I will give it to you. But, publicly, I'll defend you to the death. Unless you've done something real. Like, unless you've done something that rotten where I could, like, never defend you. Other than that, I'm such a loyal friend. I'm that friend that's gonna key the guy's car with you. I'm that friend that's gonna, you know, spray paint your ex's front door. I'm that person who'll help you beat someone up. I'm that friend. So if I if, if don't want to be my best friend, be my best friend because you're going to have a ride or die check with me, honey. And I learned that about myself. I'm detrimentally loyal. I will end up in prison defending someone, period. Next thing I've learned in 21 years is that I learned there was three different ways to eat super noodles. Yes, 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 yes. So you can cook them in the pan you can eat them raw out the packet because it, it's just like crisps. You gotta crunch them up first, and then you put the seasoning in. I do it with the curry ones; that's the best. Or you can make this cute. I call it a cancel meal. So what you do is, yeah, you, you crunch up the noodles. You put it in your frying pan. You brown them in the pan with a light bit of oil. You brown them in the pan. Once they're nice and brown, you throw like three hundred ml of water in there. You throw some, you you know, you throw some uh, chicken stock in there. You throw some, you know, spices and seasonings. You know, you've got your mixed herbs. You've got, your, you know, sprinkling of paprika and a bit of, you know, garlic and all that stuff. It's absolutely yummy, right? And then you want, like, a little bit dash of soy sauce. You know, let that all that water simmer down and let the pasta absorb the juices. And then you you bang some cheese in that pot. Mix that in. oh, serve that right up. That's a kinsale meal for your nerve. And it's absolutely delicious. Period. So... I learned there was three different ways to eat super noodles. To be fair, there's probably more than that. That's just the three ways I like to do it. But anyway, moving on. Next thing I learned in 21 years is that hot chocolate. The hot chocolate, the drink, it's 10 times better with hot milk instead of hot water. And I don't know if this is like, a, I don't know if that was a common knowledge thing, but I grew up in a household where we made hot chocolate with water from the kettle. And you know, you, you'd put in a dash in a milk with it, you know, just like you'd make a cup of tea. Turns out, if you make that crap with just hot milk, that is some good hot chocolate. So I learned that in my 21 years of life and my life will never be the same, quite frankly.
0: The Peach Cast with Miss
1: Peaches. How you doing? Next thing I learned in 21 years is that 14 if I have a choice, if I have a choice, 14 hours is the maximum amount of time that I can willingly be in drag anything more than 14 hours, hon, I'm probably going to give you a death stare and a snider. I'll probably want to spit on you. I will try and throw a knife at you at least once. I will hit you with my weave. I will throw a heel at you. I will do all I can to get me out of there so I can get with drag, period. That's just, the, that's just the way that one is. I need to stop saying period. I need to stop that. Anywho, next up, next thing I learned in 21 years is that, um, Especially during lockdown, I... So I've done drag for... I've practised drag for three years now. I've been performing for two and a half years. In this period during lockdown, ever since I started drag, has been the longest amount of time I've went I'm not performing, which I think is probably, you know... I think that speaks for every other drag queen, to be fair. I can't imagine many other drag queens um, willingly taking five months off of performing. Like, that just seems crazy. Um so I've really learned that I like I need to be on stage in order to be sane because little fact, I went completely insane during lockdown. Y'all probably know that anyway. I went insane. So I need to be on stage and that's something I learned about myself. Um when I said that drag is a saviour, I that, like lockdown gave it no measure and no meaning to me. So um hopefully you can relate on that one if you do drag, but yeah, that's just something I learned about myself that I, you know I just need the stage. Yep. Next thing I learned in 21 years is that um I have a very quick reaction to BS. And if you don't know what BS stands for, Google it. But um my reaction is so fast, I will either just remove that person from my life at the time, just for like a couple of weeks or something. I just have to confront them then and there about it, like There's no in-between. If I feel like you're serving me up a plate of BS, then, like, hon. And and the thing is, I don't have a nice reaction to it. I cannot handle it nicely. If I feel like you're lying to me, or I feel like you're just not being, you know, you're just being disingenuous about a situation, or, I don't know, if you're just serving me up BS, then, ugh, I hate you. Get out of my life for a couple weeks. Like, go, get out. I don't want to talk to you just now. Or, I'm just going to call you out right there, right then. So just know that. (laughs) Um. Next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing that I have learned in 21 years is that um, if I'm mad or I'm angry, I have a very reckless mouth and I have a very, very sharp tongue. I can't really elaborate on that without, you know, being censored and stuff because, you know, if I'm worked up or I'm angry, I'm trying my best to, you know... And the thing is, like... What I say I have complete control over of course so I do control it if I'm angry or I'm really angry at someone I can control it for the most part however what I cannot control is my mood and my face if I'm mad you will know about it without me even having to open my mouth you will know if I'm mad and I need to work on it because it's not a very professional trait to have i'm not I'm not like riled up too often oh but some people get my goat hunt some people get. My absolute goal. But yeah, working on it. So that's just, that's me. It's something I've got to work on. Um, might be my resolution for the next year because God knows this year already went down the, the absolute pipe. So moving on. Um, I learned in 21 years that not everyone wants to be your friend. Um, A lot of people just want to be associated with you or they want to be friends with you because they feel like it will benefit them in some capacity or um, they will just, you know, to you, they'll just appear to be your friend purely for what they can gain from you. You know, if, whether it be if you drive and you have a car, you know, they're using you for your vehicle or, you know, you're able to get them into like nice places because you have friends that work in these places or, you know, we referred to it as clout. People are clout chasing, they want to attach onto you, they want to get the benefits that come purely from being your friend. They don't want to be your friend because they think you're a nice person and they want to be your friend. They wanna be your friend because of where it's gonna get them. And diagnosing that and seeing that is such a hard thing. But I think um you just gotta be wary, especially see someone new comes in your life and you know y'all are getting close and you're becoming good friends. Take a step back and really take a step back and really think about okay, why is this person wanting to be my friend? Why am I wanting to be their friend? Um, Is there any possible way they could be using me for anything? And I want to elaborate on it a little bit because when people are clout chasing, it's pretty equally split because I feel like half the people who are clout chasing don't actually know that they're doing it. And then the other half of them absolutely know what they're doing and that is their sheer motive. You try to differentiate what side they're playing for. That's completely done to you, Han, and I can't help you with that one. But you know, to that I say, keep going trips. Good luck to you. And for this peach cast, I'm going to end on this, the twenty first thing that I have learned, okay, in twenty one years of living, and that is, Engelbert Humperdinck sang the song, Lesbian Seagull. At the end of Beavis and Butthead, Do America. I did not have a clue about that one until I'd done watched the film and I'd seen them credits rolling. Because you know, sometimes we just bored and you just watch the credits. I was watching them credits and that song came up. Engelbert Humperdinck sang a song called Lesbian da- Seagull. Lesbian absolute icon, and if you don't know who in- Engelbert Humperdinck is, then you absolutely need to go learn who Engelbert Humperdinck is, because he is one of the best names in the English dictionary, in the language, in the land, and you need to learn who he is. Um, so, yeah, that's just on that one, hon. I can't believe you actually sung that song. If you don't, if, seriously, if you don't know who Engelbert Humperdinck is, he's this really old singer. He represented... Uh, the UK, um, and the Eurovision. Uh, a wee while ago now, like it was probably maybe like eight, nine years ago. I don't even know how long ago it was. I just know it was a while. However, he was he was a, he was a successful singer before he d- did Eurovision, and you know here he is today, being a living icon, being a legend, Engelbert Humperdinck. So yeah, Engelbert Humperdinck, right there for you. So everyone, that is the end of the 21 things I have learnt in 21 years. The
2: Peachcast.
1: Um, Okay everyone, so that is the end of this month's Peachcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got to know me a little bit better. I hope I made you maybe think about something. I hope you maybe thought, hmm, she's right. She's got a point. She's got a point of view, which I do have a point of view, but honey, that's none of your business. But, With that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support on the Peachcast so far. Um, It has been a little bit difficult, but hopefully we'll be back in the studio soon. You know, Kiki and having the team, having everyone around. Claire is the person who edits the Peachcasts and she is absolutely phenomenal. She's doing a great job. She's been keeping on my ass this entire time. So Claire, thank you for keeping us this in check. Anywho, everyone, if you want to email us questions, if you want to give us challenge ideas, if you want to give us anything, you can email us at social at tfm.co.uk that is social at tfm.co.uk and if you want to follow me you can follow me on Instagram at officialmisspeaches you can follow me on Twitter at misspeachesgirl with a u not an i that's a common mistake also everyone just before i go my show that happens every single week at church dundee bingo wigs is now back open for business i'm back on the stage i'm back to my shenanigans so if you want to come along you can book your tickets for bingo wigs at www.bingowigs.com and you can reserve a table for free um please book them in the numbers in which you are attending and that would be greatly appreciated because i want to see you all there honey okay But everyone, thank you so much for coming and listening. It's been a fabulous one. I will speak to you again next month in September when I will be a
0: fully-fledged grown 21-year-old. Bye! Hello, Miss Peaches. It's your good friend Raspberry here. I thought it would be a bit fun for your 21st birthday celebrations to kick off a little bit early and to celebrate by pulling some of your good friends to send you some happy birthday messages and I thought I'd start out with myself. Uh, I have known you since I started in the scene, you gave me my first ever gig, I consider you a very close friend and I love you so so much, you've done so much amazing things for me, you're always there for me whenever I need you, you've seen me cry, I've seen you cry, it's all that kind of good stuff and I just want to tell you you mean the absolute world to me and I can imagine my life without you. Uh, now let's go and say hi to some other people who want to wish you a very happy birthday as well love you hi peaches it's blossom happy 21st birthday mum you're officially over halfway to 40. imagine turning 21 and having no clubs to go to ha ha i'm joking anyways thank you so much for being the best drag mum anyone could ask for and thank you so much for all you do it really means the world And can't wait to see how successful you become in the future. Hope you have the best birthday. Get all you want. Don't get too drunk. I love you with all my heart. See you soon.
1: Hi, peaches. It's me, Sarah. and wanting to wish you a very happy 21st birthday. You can now legally drink in the US and do absolutely nothing else extra here in the UK. But I'll always love you. And that's all you'll need. So, happy birthday. Oogity-boogity-boo. Mwah. Bye.
2: Hi, this is Alice Rabbit here, wishing a happy birthday to the amazing Miss Peaches with the free peas, poise, payroll and podcast. Own yourself hen, it's so good to see such a young slag, day so well. Right, happy birthday. <laughs> oh hello there Miss
1: Peaches, it's me, your best buddy. Aidan. I love you so much and I hope you have an amazing day today. You've been such an important person in my life and I'm so grateful to know you and I can't wait to see you soon. Love you so much. Happy birthday.
0: Peaches, it's your gal, the OG E V C, Eddie Van Curty, just popping on and say, Happy, happy birthday, my darling. I hope you have the most amazing day because we all know you deserve it. You work yourself to the absolute bone. So it's time to just sit back, relax, and celebrate your birthday.
2: Love you. Oh my god,
0: it's me, your good gal Brad from what A Drag. I just want to jump on and
1: say, Happy, happy birthday. Thank you for being such a good friend and a huge support.
2: Um, you honestly don't know how much you mean to me. Like, I am truly obsessed. Um, sorry that obviously we can't be there. Miss Rona really trying it. Otherwise, you know, I would be on
1: that mega bus diva and I'll be partying with you, but we will definitely do something soon once the pandemic is <laughs> done. Um, love you, love you, love ya.
2: Hi, Peaches, it's Big i am I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Happy 21st birthday. Have fun having a few drinks and counting all your cash. But the end of it, you're going to be loaded. Have a nice day. Bye. Oh, hello, peaches. Look who it is. Well, hear who it is. It is your Essex queen, Shazza here. Now, a little birdie's told me that it might be a special diva's birthday. So, from one queen to another, happy birthday George, I love ya, I love ya, I love ya, Dan.
0: Hey Peaches, it's your gal Voss from Glasgow here. I just want to wish you a happy birthday and I hope to see you back on the stage dancing the house down after Miss Rona has left the building officially. Have a good one, bye! Hi Peaches, it's Natalie. Just a wee message to say happy 21st birthday. You're finally there and I hope you realise that everything goes downhill from here and it all gets worse. Just kidding, but I love you to bits and I will see you soon and I hope you have a great day. Love you. Happy birthday, Peaches! It's your favourite Birmingham legend, Zodi, here, wishing you the best day possible. Um, I'm so ridiculously proud of you and everything I've watched you achieve over the years, and I can't wait to continue watching you be the absolute superstar that you are. I am so, so ridiculously proud of you. I love you so much, and always remember what we're working for.
2: <laughs> love you, Peaches see- see uh, <laughs> Zumba. It's me, Chanel, also known as Channel. It's Chanel O'Connor, of course, reporting to you live from the Austrian townhouse, and I am here to say a big, 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 happy birthday to the one and only Miss Peaches. So excited and so happy for you. So sad that um, due to international quarantines, I'm stuck in Austria and cannot see you. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I'm not too sure. I uh, Anyway. Um, But I'm thoroughly excited for you to have a, an amazing birthday. I'm so um grateful. Yeah, we'll go for that. Grateful to have such a friendship with you. I remember the first time I met you and we were performing at the BBC Um drag festival show thing and we had an amazing night and um, me and Miss Peaches funnily enough were actually top two of the night, she won, I gave it to her I fumbled so that she could win because I know it suits her ego but anyway um, I'd like to wish her finally a very happy birthday I miss her lots and yes am I done?
0: Oh happy birthday Miss Peaches it's Claire Uh, we at tfm just wanted to say a big happy 21st and you know we'll hopefully get you back in soon for a blether love you the peach
2: cast with miss peaches Mm, how you doing